What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Triple Option Podcast, episode number 14. Is it episode no- I didn't write it down. 14. Go okay. with it. Say it confidently. Right. Episode number 14. <laughs> it, uh, we are recording again on a Tuesday. Uh, I guess kind of busy weekend. Got out, had some fun. But let's get into it. <laughs> what happened this weekend, guys? TCU Baylor. Ooh, that was you like that game, didn't I you? I love that game. That was probably my favorite game of the weekend. Um, did I guess y'all, y'all did y'all see it? You didn't see any of it. I, I did. I saw it. Yeah, it was. Uh, they were going at it, and it was. Uh, it was a big difference in our picks, but they went into so they went into three overtimes. The first overtime. Uh, TCU scored on fourth down. It was like fourth down and 10 from like their 20. And they had a long pass and they called it incomplete. And then they came back and reviewed it and said it was complete. It was a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, their their uh, players were already celebrating on the field and they had to put them back on the sidelines and they reversed it. The thing that caught my eye was there wasn't a single touchdown scored the whole game and then into overtime – they just traded uh, touchdowns the whole time, so that was yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, what not nine to nine? I think Baylor was down most of the game. They came back, tied it up right there at the end, went into overtime. That that catch at the end of that first overtime was awesome. It was a great catch, great pass and catch. And then in second overtime, uh, Baylor scored on fourth down, and I don't know, fifteen or twenty uh, from the fifteen or twenty yard line. Uh, so really exciting ends to the first and second and then uh Baylor ended up getting a stop in third overtime. So it was it was a fun back and forth game. Uh fun to watch. <laughs> Another game that Baylor pulls out as a close one and they're still undefeated, which just blows me away. Um I guess we'll we'll find out again. They're gonna be battle tested again this week. I'll be surprised if that one's a close one though. Yeah, I don't think so, but we'll see. At Penn State, Minnesota, rowing the boat. Row the boat, baby. Row the boat. What is up with row the boat? I don't. That was his saying at the the school he was at previous to Minnesota. That was his like slogan. Oh, okay. I I think it has a a a very big um, kind of tearjerker meeting meaning. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and look it up real quick. But yeah, that was uh, that was also a good game back and forth. I mean, Minnesota looked good. They they pulled it out when uh, we I think we all picked Penn State, right? No, no. Brantley picked nope. Minnesota. I picked Minnesota. That's right. <laughs> He's rowing that boat. Yeah, I have no idea how your pick, y'all's picks went, but I, I feel like mine were horrible. I'm probably going to be the biggest loser if I had to guess. They were. We'll pre- get to that later. We'll get to that later. But yeah, I guess, um, so do you think Minnesota's legit now or just Penn State was just kind of just an average team maybe? I think they are legit. I think maybe they are a legit top 10 team. They're not beating Ohio State. That's that's not happening. They're going to be tested this week against Iowa, and I haven't decided yet who I'm going to pick in that game. But I think they're good. Uh, I I do think they're a top ten team. I don't think they're top five. I can't I can't find anything about row the boat again. I gave up. But Did Gophers row a boat. Well, he he's had it for a while. He had it at Western Michigan, and then he brought it over to the Gophers. But here's the crazy scenario: Minnesota has Iowa. Northwestern, and then Wisconsin. If they run the table, then they play Ohio State, right? Yep. Do they put a one-loss Ohio State in before a one-loss Alabama team in the 
college playoff. Minnesota's not gonna. Uh, it's, it's a it, it's a it's a hypothetical here because no, they do not. Alabama's getting in over. If Ohio State loses to Minnesota in the Big Ten, no, wait, wait a second. So I guess your hypothetical is my hypothetical is Minnesota runs the table from here on out, beats Iowa, beats Northwestern, beats Wisconsin, and let's let's say they're probably going to be ranked seven tonight, seven or six tonight. If they run the table, they might be fifth going no. into a. Maybe. If they beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship, they're going to the playoff. Yeah. But does Ohio State get in versus a one-loss Alabama who lost to the number two team? Hey, but who are they losing to? That's what I'm trying to figure out. You're, you're saying they lose before they get to the Big Ten Championship, that no, one loss? No, no, no. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Minnesota runs the table. They beat Iowa. They beat Northwestern. They beat Wisconsin. They'll oh, you're play saying they Ohio lose to Minnesota. State. You're saying they Ohio lose to Minnesota. Ohio State loses to Minnesota. Uh, there's no question. Uh, Alabama's getting in. Ohio State not, is not getting in if they lose to Minnesota in a Big Ten. I mean, if you want to talk about that kind of stuff, I the, about the playoffs and one-loss teams, I, I think Minnesota's a little bit far-fetched because there's just no way. I don't, I don't even think they – I think Wisconsin's going to play Ohio State in the, in the championship game. And I don't see anybody beating Ohio State, in at least in the Big Ten. I, I would be more concerned about the Pac-12 taking that spot. They're, I think Oklahoma, I think their close game, I think kind of – took them out of it. I think Alabama will would get in before them. And Oregon is in a tough spot because if Alabama continues to win out, Oregon's only loss would be to Auburn and Alabama would have beat that team. And that kind of puts a head-to-head situation. And I think they would, even though Oregon would have won the Pac-12, I think they would still put in Alabama. Utah, on the other hand, there's not really a comparison. So you would just have to go eye test who, who has the better the better resume on that. And I still would say Alabama, but you never know. I, some people are saying Alabama doesn't even have a chance. They, they need a lot of things to go their way. But I, I kind of think that tonight they'll be fourth in the in the playoff rankings. I'm thinking tonight. the same thing. Sorry to go off on a tangent. I just had that on my mind. I wanted to bring it out. Oh, no, I, I wanted to talk about it, but um, I wasn't going to go the Minnesota angle because I just don't – I mean, I think they there's a good shot they lose this weekend against Iowa, and then it's just completely over. Yeah, I agree. What about the uh, Oklahoma-Iowa State game? Did y'all see that? So Oklahoma was up, uh, what, 40? I, I mean, I, I completely tuned that one out because Oklahoma was blowing them out and then the fourth quarter happened all of a sudden and they were they they were right there. They they only... Was beat. that kind of a... That was a late game, wasn't it? It was a late game. Yeah, I did catch it, a little bit it of it. It was a 42 to 21 and then Iowa State court th- scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter to come back. Yeah, they went for uh, a two-point conversion. Were they passing pass interference? No, it wasn't pass interference. Uh, it should have been. Oh, it should have been. <laughs> but hey, he kind of got tackled. But either, either way, he had the guy, op- another guy like right there next to him open. But that was, that was pretty impressive. Not very impressive for Oklahoma, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Do you have anything else on that, Chris? Oh, not really. No, not really. I guess I'm dreading having to talk about the other game. Ooh, I, I'm ready to talk about the other game. <laughs> so when Tua fumbled, I immediately thought of the. it's going to be like the Clemson game because Tua didn't play ever since. Let me back up. When Tua played Clemson and he immediately had that pick six, he it was like a head. He was like a head case, and he didn't play very well the rest of the night. So I just had a I had a bad feeling that as soon as I saw him fumble that ball, 
it it was over. I mean, he came out and played the second half well. Yeah, I mean, that fumble was was big, but I don't think it was as big as far as changing the game. But it would have been nice for them to go down and score a touchdown and, and make LSU be under pressure opposed to Alabama. The biggest thing that got them out of out of uh, the game was when they let LSU score two touchdowns in 30 seconds at the end of the half. And that, I mean, they, they just don't, if they don't have one of those touchdowns, it's a tie game or, you know, or at, maybe not a tie game, but Alabama is, is right they there. Been a, well, they would have been up. Uh, the end, the ending score, they would have won. Yeah. I mean, the, the truth is Alabama just made mistakes and LSU didn't. I mean, it, it, that's, that's what it comes down to, which is, not Alabama-like, and, and it was mainly in that first half, the, the punt uh, that hit the guy dropped and then the interception from Tua right there at the end of half. That was Those were really ter- – and then Tua dropping those balls. Those are all three really terrible mistakes that LSU capitalized on. And Joe Burrow played amazing, like he has all, all year. And uh, he pretty much tied up that Heisman, unless he loses bad and has something bad happen. But as far as I'm concerned, he's got it already. Well, I mean, technically Tua had more yards and more touchdowns that game. If you want to get down to it, yeah, he kind of he, he kind of had to. He's though. so hot. He was he was so highlighted because it was at Alabama, and he had an amazing game versus this, which Alabama's supposed to have the best defense. Which not this year. They obviously do not have a great defense this year. But the highlight was Joe Burrow going into Alabama, who they've lost eight in a row in Tuscaloosa, and just put those outstanding numbers on them. What I thought, looking at both those quarterbacks, Tua is the best deep ball thrower in in the league. I, I don't think there's any question of that. I mean, his deep balls were amazing. But I think I think Joe's probably decision making and, and sh- mid to short throws are some of the best as well. So, um, I mean, a big difference was the yards that Burrow got on the ground. That was more impressive than than the passing yards. The passing yards you kind of expected. I mean, the, both running backs had extremely large games. Uh, that was. Probably the best game I've seen Najee Harris have, especially Edwards, against a good Edwards Alaire, same way. That was by far his best game. I, I did hear that there's going to be some new routes that the wide receivers are going to run. They're going to split out to the sideline, grab some Gatorade, sit down for a second, come in about the 15-yard line, throw the pass right down the center, catch it for a touchdown. Yeah, that was that was a horrible call. The, the illegal touching that was not called. Oh, I mean, you don't want to blame it on the refs. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going. You, you, you I was, not, I was you not on the same page with where, you. Where Moss stepped out and he he, yeah, he initiated. I got, you. <laughs> I got you now. That was a horrible. No, joke. he didn't step out. He was supposedly pushed out. Yeah, supposedly pushed out, but he absolutely stepped out. What are you talking about? He just shoved him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I, I honestly, I don't think the ref even saw that because whether he's pushed or not pushed, he's supposed to throw his hat down to signal that that a guy has stepped out of bounds, and then because. But you know th- there was no chance they were going to overturn th- turn that um, as far as being illegal touching because because uh, they they thought that he was pushed out. But you know that's not really the difference maker. That was a first down play. LSU was probably going to go down and score a touchdown either way. If, even if they get a field goal, Alabama still still loses. But that. was I was thinking that was third down though. No, it was a first down play. That was a first. Yeah, down Yeah. So okay. I mean, they weren't really nobody was stopping anybody all night unless they they fumbled no. the ball or threw an interception. Which is still a possibility. I guess he could have thrown an interception, but likely they were going to go down and score a touchdown. My, another thing is at the end of the game, what is Ed, Ed Orgeron thinking playing bump bump coverage at the line of scrimmage? And yeah, I, he, you're right. That was that was terrible. Like there was 
two plays because one earlier in the game that was a deep throw where I think I saw a coach was talking to the cornerback and then Devontae Smith just took off past him. Yeah. And, and then this this one at the end of the game, they're playing bump coverage like you're talking about, and they just run right past him for a touchdown in one play. So that, you know, you can call those the big mistakes that LSU made to even let Alabama be, be close in the second half. Did you see the replay of the one where the guy was looking at the sidelines? That was a design play. To uh, clap, you know, how you cl- a lot of quarterbacks clap their hands to s- see what the defense is going to do. And he clapped his hands and looked away like he was, you know, not ready yet. And so the the defensive back looked away, and, and the defense was just kind of sleeping. And then he, as he's looking, no looking, he claps his hands, rece- you know, receives the snap. And I mean, you, you're not catching these Alabama receivers if you give them a step like that. Uh-huh. Uh, you're right. I did. I did see them comment on that, and I forgot it was that play. But that's brilliant. <laughs> that that's, that is that's that's, that's, that's awesome. All in all, a good game. I mean, it was. Great I did, game. didn't want to see Alabama lose, but. I, th- I thought it was a good game. I- it was definitely not a disappointment. The first half, I thought it was going to be a disappointment, a landslide for LSU. But Alabama coming back made it that that all the hype made it all the hype. So it was it was, uh, it was actually fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, this might be the Alabama fan in me, but I, I've heard a lot of people say that Alabama just got destroyed that game. And I mean, I, I don't know. It, to me, LSU had a good first half. Alabama didn't, and Alabama had a good second half. LSU didn't. And to me, you know, you got to play 60 minutes and and neither team technically played the full 60 minutes. They both had bad halves. And like you said, it might be the Alabama fan in me as well. But what how Alabama lost that game were the turnovers, the bad turnovers that they had and the crazy miss, the crazy drop balls that the receivers had. They dropped like three or four. Judy had one right down two. I think he dropped. Was it Judy? But well, Judy had one that was deep, and it easily yeah. would have been a touchdown. Yeah, I, I, some of the even y'all scores were a little lower than I kind of thought. And I had somebody I was talking to somebody the Friday before, and I was like, "These defenses are not stopping these offenses." That's why I picked a higher score. I picked forty-one thirty-eight. I was like, the, "These offenses are too good." And I think that's what we saw. I, I don't think, like you said, we talk, those defenses are pretty good. They're not elite, and those offenses are. Yeah, I think the game would have been a lot lower scoring if Alabama hadn't gotten down so much in the first half because I think both teams looked like they wanted to establish the run pretty heavy and slow down the other team, but Alabama got so far down in the first half that they had to throw it. And once once LSU realized that Alabama was catching up, they couldn't just hold back. They they kept their foot on the gas, and, and that's why they won. I don't know about that. I feel like if I was LSU, I'd have put my foot on the gas the whole time, whether the, whether Alabama was coming back or not. I'm, 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 I'm going to say it. You guys aren't saying it. I'm going to say it. They shouldn't have had two in there. They should have had Mac Jones play the rest of the game, and they need to fire Nick Saban. All right? I said it. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, honestly, I saw so many people talking about Tua shouldn't have played, and there are people out there that says it's time to let Nick Saban go. I think – they might have lost by thirty if two didn't play. It it I don't know. I don't know about that. But they would they would have lost a lot worse than they did. I think so too. I think Tua played as well as he could. Um, it just it blows my mind. People saying that we need to uh, get rid of Nick Saban. Wow. All right, 
I'm going to go with the first winner, that somebody we hadn't talked about yet. Virginia Tech. We all picked Wake Forest uh, after they looked good the week before. And Virginia Tech came out and just destroyed them. Um, I, I actually didn't even see any of that game, but they beat them by like 30 points. So, um, Fuente, you know, towards the beginning of the season, they were looking really iffy. Um, and they're, I think, only lost like three games. And one of those was a really close one to Notre Dame. So, it looks like he's got that program going in the right direction. So, that's uh, that's one of my winners, at least. Mine is Minnesota. P.J. Fleck getting his team ready. I might have took yours, Chris. But they, they honestly, I feel like Minnesota dominated Penn State pretty much the entire game. And they played very well. I've got a couple. Um, I guess the one I'm going to go with is the biggest winner is all the other conferences because Alabama lost this weekend. If Alabama wins this, LSU as a one-loss team definitely has a really good shot of being that fourth team in. But since Alabama lost, there's a little bit more questions as far as if they deserve to be that fourth team or not. But that was my biggest winner. Also, I want to say uh, the Miami Dolphins, another big winner. They are on a win streak. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they are two and a seven, and they are not in last place. Two in, in a row. Division. Was that two in a row? Two in a row. Nice. Fitz Magic is back. Uh, the only other one I had was LSU and Joe Burrow. I mean, that's it's kind of obvious, but I mean, huge win at Bama. Yeah, I mean they, they've locked up their spot. I mean, they I think they can even lose in the SEC championship game, and they're still going to make it. All right. So for my biggest loser, I don't know if you saw this or not, but it's in the golf the golf uh, sports right here. Uh, English golfer Eddie Pepperell suffered an embarrassing exit at the Turkish Airlines Open on Saturday. He was disqualified for failing to complete the fourth hole as he ran out of golf balls. Oh, <laughs> man. You said the fourth hole? On the, the fourth hole for the of the day, yes, on Saturday. He, he ran out of golf balls. He had a uh, situation, 10 cup, if you've seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, he was trying to go for the green, <laughs> and he just kept on hitting the ball in the water and had to tell the people he was playing with that he was out of golf balls and and um yeah you and the thing is well, you can carry as many golf balls as you want to i thought they were limited the club they're limited with their clubs I knew they were limited with the clubs but i thought uh, they were limited to balls also golf balls they're not limited they're limited they can only uh have the same kind so they, they can go like titleist but they can't have titleist and ping or a different type of titleist. It's, so it's just got to be one. I'm uh, sorry to interrupt you. We are watching the top 25 countdown and Oklahoma is 10. Penn State is now number nine and Minnesota jumped up to number eight. Sorry about that. Well, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think that, um, that I don't think we're going to be able to finish it because I'm sure they're going to go to <laughs> no. control, con, uh, to a uh, commercial and yeah, drag yeah. it out for an um, hour. I just, sorry. I just, so my biggest loser I guess, uh, again, is Arkansas because <laughs> they lost to Ooh. Western Kentucky. I had they that got, down, too. They got destroyed, I want to say. I don't remember what the final score was, but Kentucky, Western Kentucky scored 45, and I think maybe they scored 20 or 25 at the end. But they just got obliterated by another team, non-Power 5 conference. And at least the only good thing is they got rid of Chad Morris, but they are a big loser anyways. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a big win for them, to be honest. Um. I'm going to say that I'm a loser because I don't know why I just interrupted Chris to give them the top 10 right now because this this podcast probably won't come out until like Friday. So <laughs> we're going to get it out quicker this time. For real, my biggest loser is the, the people who brought the baby Trump balloon and a guy came and popped it. 
Did y'all see the story on that? Yes, I did. He came. <laughs> he stabbed it like a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of an idiot himself, but yes. I'm wondering where they got a blow up. Like that thing was huge. I wonder where they got yeah. that. Sorry, that was my that was my only loser. You know, I put Oklahoma under my biggest loser because you know, Iowa State come back on them, and they they just haven't looked good as of late. Um, their defense has gotten a lot worse. We thought it might be better, but it hasn't been. And, uh, I mean, offense has still been good. Jalen Hurts has still been pretty good, but it, it, it hasn't been enough to show that they're a top five team and, or need to be in the playoffs. So I don't, I don't think they'll end up being there. No, I don't think they'll be up there either. And people are talking about how good their defense is, their defense is, and they were very, very good the start first of the season. I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know if they've got some injuries that they're dealing with or what the case may be, but yeah, they they don't look good anymore. I mean, also you could add uh, Michigan State as a big loser. Did you see that? Um, Illinois scored twenty-seven points in the fourth quarter and ended up beating Michigan State by a field goal. You know, I saw they lost. I didn't know that's how they lost. I, I just assumed Michigan State's been terrible this year. So yeah, I had South Carolina losing to App State. Pretty. I mean, App State's a pretty good team, but still, South Carolina I beat them. And then the other one I had was the Saints losing to Atlanta. They only lost one game all year, and uh, Atlanta only won one game. And it really, big scheme of things doesn't matter, but just to lose to Atlanta, a division opponent, uh, on a game like that, that's it's pretty crazy that they, they didn't come prepared and come ready to play. I think I saw that a stat that the Saints have had three games where they haven't scored a touchdown. And to me, that's I mean that's kind of wild. Like they're, they're high-powered offense, and they've had three games where they haven't even scored a touchdown. All right, how'd we look last week, Matt, for our triple option wager? I looked pretty good, finally. After three down weeks, I went four and two and had the best record out of all of us. Brantley, you went three and three, lost Iowa, Wake. We all lost Wake. Um, you picked Iowa versus Wisconsin and then Bama. And you, you picked Minnesota to beat Penn State, and that's the only one I got, or one of the ones I got wrong. And Chris got four out of six wrong. So, oh man, his, his reign of bom, bom, bom. He, he is still ahead for the season. We should be pretty close though. Yeah, it got it got a lot closer this week. So me and you are tied, thirty nine and seventeen, and Chris is forty one to fifteen. So he's ahead of us by two games. All right, we'll shuffle the cups for you, Chris. I figured I was going to lose. So I brought I brought a. A soda instead of water tonight, so I, I figured I would need something to, to wash it down a little bit better. Three is closest to you, one is center, and two is furthest. Take two. Two. Hot sauce. All right, two's been good to me the times <laughs> I've lost. It's a new pack of Cristal's. Nice and fresh. Yep. Kristen, Kristen laughed at me last time. I was like, it's, she's like, it's not Cristal's. What are you doing? Wait, did she actually listen to the podcast? No, no. Oh, okay. She is she is still yet to listen to one episode. We're 14 in. She is yet to listen to one. So it's kind of a, impressive if she hasn't done it by accident by now. This might take me a second to. Would you bring some food, Matt? I, I did. I, <laughs> I, I, I brought a gift for you guys. Oh, a gift? Oh, oh, it's for us. Oh, okay. So this would be a really good time to 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 have like a sponsorship. So somebody could read a sponsor while while you're pouring the. Yeah, the so hot out sauce. of our. 10 listeners, 
if you need to be sponsored and want to give us money, but even if you don't want to give us money, we, we, we might still throw you in here. So when we get big, you can be one of our sponsors. So All right. I'm, 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 we're almost there. Do you want to tell us about the the treat or is that something that goes after? It's, it's going to be afterwards, okay. after this. Okay. Here you, go, here you go. Is that good? I think that's good. It's a little thicker than the last one we had. Well, did you shake it? Yeah. You're probably supposed to shake well. Shake it real good. It was it was shaking. It's just a little, it's just newer. I don't know. Bottoms up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better drink that soda. Choked up a little bit. I think I should drink a little bit of water. Makes me choked up some too. All right, not too bad. <clears> throat's, throat's a little burning right now, but that's about it. All right, Matt. I brought, so, I brought what, you guys a gift. This is uh, to drown your sorrows in. And also, as a peace offering, to remember that we were not involved with anything that happened last weekend, so you don't have to take it out on us this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cooked, uh, so I cooked some uh, deer meat wrapped in bacon, Ooh. venison wrapped in bacon this weekend on the smoker, and it turned out really good. At least I thought so. So I like some deer meat. Going back to a previous episode, I, I think y'all do remember that I said anything wrapped in bacon is a good tailgate Absolutely. Food. Yeah. Wow. It's good, isn't it, dude? Wow. I soaked it in Dale's and wrapped it in bacon and smoked it for a while, and then I put it in, in the oven and broiled it for a little bit. I wish I could have dipped this in the hot sauce. You could. I, hey. He, he's, there's still some in that cup. Wow. That's, that is really good. Yeah. I was I was pretty happy with that. I hadn't done it before like that. So so did you care, kill this deer or? No. Grandpa. Oh. Although hopefully I kill one this weekend. But this is, good. This is a really good podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really just had it, and I was like, you know, I'll just bring it to the podcast, and we'll have it on the podcast. <laughs> it is really good. All right, still- Brantley, are you are you <laughs> are you completely ready for this? For the picks, you're you're the one that's chewing up food. I mean, I'm I'll pick I'll pick the games, but you're asking me if I'm ready. You're over there chewing up your deer sausage or whatever it was. All right, first game of the week: Navy Notre Dame. Navy's been playing pretty well. Go ahead, Chris. You like your you were ready? I'm um, not re- not really ready. Um, but I can just I just know Notre Dame's going to win this one. Uh, Navy, I don't think it's going to be that close. Navy runs the triple option, so I would like to take them. Hence, hence the triple option, but I'm gonna have to go with Notre Dame. Yeah, I was going. I was gonna say the same thing. Notre Dame will find a way to win. Notre Dame. I feel the same way. I'd love to pick Navy, and, and honestly, I think they'll make it close. But I, I just don't think they can pull off the big upset. I mean, anytime you run the triple option, it that slows the game down, and it also helps to neutralize the talent that they lack. You know, compared to the other team. Maybe maybe it'll stay close, but Notre Dame's going to end up finding a way to win. Although I say Ian Boog needs to perform a little bit better than he did last week. I know he had that comeback, but he just didn't look good. Or, or was that two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Yeah. All right, Mississippi State versus Bama. This is a tough one. It is a pretty tough one. It's, a, it's two two powerhouse teams right here. I mean, uh, is that it? <laughs> is that at Mississippi State? It, it is at Mississippi State. It's an 11 o'clock kick. The, ca- the cowbells will be a-ringing. Yeah, we're going to eat our breakfast. Eat our <laughs> casseroles. This Your game first. could be a little bit closer because I have a feeling that Tua is going to sit out this game and and rest and maybe maybe play a little bit the next last game of the season just to kind of knock I the think rust off. I think he'll probably play the first half maybe uh, and then bring Mac, Jan- Mac Jones in. Oh, no, I don't think they'll even risk it. 
No. Uh, but but it mm-hmm. kind of worries me wow. a little bit. That much disrespect. I see how it is. <laughs> Alabama. I'm, I'm taking Alabama. I mean, have you seen the receivers, the running backs? The- but have you seen our defense? It's terrible. So, yes, I'm going Bama, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would love to see us just keep it close maybe the first half, kind of like we did against LSU. If we kept it close again like we did against LSU the first half, I would be happy. I mean, there's, there's no way we can contain those wide receivers, especially if two was playing for, for a whole game. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it will be close. It it's um Alabama's a three touchdown favorite, but it's an early kick, and early kicks just never work out for the the big teams. It's, the underdog always seems to have the advantage. Like I said, I think Tua is going to sit out, and they're going to let Mac Jones, which is a little bit of a drop off, obviously. But if he can just the receivers will get space if he can just be somewhat accurate, I, they should find a way to win. All right. Minnesota versus Iowa. Easy easy for me. I'm rowing the boat. Rowing the boat. This is a tough game for me. I, I think Minnesota has the better team, but I, I'm gonna take Iowa. I I don't know. I don't even know why really, because they <laughs> I don't know how Iowa scores, but, but at the same time, Minnesota is so high right now on that on that victory. I just think maybe this is a slip up game and Iowa finds a way to win. So I'll, I'll I'll be different, and I'm going to go Iowa. That's how I felt last week. I was For some reason, I was thinking Iowa was going to pull out the win against Wisconsin. But So I have Iowa down on my sheet, and the more we start talking about it, the more I'm thinking about changing my mind. Mm, y'all are some gopher, row-the-boat haters. I'm going Minnesota. I'm, ah, going, I'm changing. Ah. I'm going Minnesota. That's right. I, I had a couple of these that I like. I can't pick too many upsets because these are a lot of games that I really want to pick some upsets on. But I'm gonna go Minnesota. Last last second change. All right, Oklahoma Baylor. Who wants to upset this one? This is tricky. This is a tricky one because Oklahoma's defense is down. It just didn't. It just doesn't seem like they have a lot of fight at the very end of the game. And Baylor has that fight at the end of the game. I I can't I can't pull away from my, my boy Jalen. I'm going Oklahoma. I'm also going to take Oklahoma. I, Baylor's undefeated. They the past couple of games they have squeaked away with victories. I, I don't think they've really been tested that much uh, as far as the, the their opponents they've been playing. And Oklahoma's the better team. It, it just really depends on if Oklahoma wants to show up and play. And if they feel like they still have a chance to get in the college football playoffs, which I, I think they do, and I, I think they come out there and try to run the score up to prove to the committee that they deserve it. Yeah, Oklahoma is a ten-point favorite at Baylor, who has not lost yet, which is pretty crazy. But I, I agree with both of you guys. I, I don't think Baylor can hang with them. I, I think it'll probably end up being somewhat close, just because Baylor knows how to stick in these games somehow. Um, they found ways to win all these games that they've won, and I, I don't think they find a way to win this one, but I think they keep it somewhat close. All right, game of the week, Auburn versus Georgia. It's another tough one. It is. Uh, both the Minnesota Iowa game and this game are like less than three point spreads. Part of me wants to pick. Part of me wants to pick Auburn because um, I think Auburn's defensive line is going to get to Fromm and make him make quick decisions. And Fromm doesn't do well trying to make quick decisions. Man, this. Oh man, I don't. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna pick Auburn. I'm going to pick Auburn to win the game. Okay. Wow. All right. Auburn, what's the score? You got to pick a score. I don't I don't think it matters because I, I have a feeling you two are going to pick Georgia. But uh, 24-21. 
This is a really tough game. I'm, I'm st- even to this moment right now. I'm still undecided. Auburn's got an excellent defensive line, and this is probably the best offensive line they're going to face. I don't know how Auburn scores. Like they, they just they have such a hard time scoring. Is, is this game at Auburn? Yes, it is. Is that Auburn? <laughs> That's, that still is doesn't it, help. If this yeah. was at Georgia, I, I could have easily taken Georgia. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to go Auburn. I, Auburn always finds a way to win a stupid uh, a stupid game that they shouldn't win, or or you know maybe they're the underdog in. And I th- I think it's going to be Auburn. I think Auburn's going to do it. I think I'm very shocked that you picked <laughs> Auburn. I, I I don't know why. I just had a huge feeling that both of you are going to pick Georgia. I just haven't been impressed with Georgia. I kind of compare Auburn to Florida. Florida, when Georgia played Florida, Georgia won 24-17. And Auburn has a better defense than Florida. Now, I don't know. Auburn, Florida and Auburn's offense might be very similar. Neither one are really high-powered. But Auburn has has a couple of good receivers, and I feel like Gus Malzahn's going to empty the playbook. He's going to have trick play after trick play, fake punts, fake field goals at home. He, he's going to find a way to win. I, I, I'm going Georgia, and I mean, sorry, I'm going Auburn. And as far as score goes, let's go um, twenty to seventeen. It's, it's going to be an extremely low scoring game. Like I said, I have no idea how. No idea how uh, Auburn's going to score, but I think they found a way. Now, Matt, I saw you kind of freaking out over there because both of us are picking Auburn. Well, y'all making me want to change my pick here. <laughs> Don't tell me that you're going to pick Auburn also. All right, we're going to start making you go first if you're going to change I, your picks. I'm not, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not changing. Okay, so I didn't change the Minnesota because y'all picked different, but I have Auburn down, and I'm just stick with it. I have Auburn down 20 to 17, which is exactly what Chris just said. I literally have it on my screen right here. You know, for me, I'm with Chris. I I don't see how they're going to score because I think Georgia does have a really good defense. You you want to you want to throw a curveball? Are you picking Georgia or Auburn? I'm picking Auburn. Okay, I can't let's, switch it. Let's throw a curveball here. Since yours is 2017, total yards thrown by Bo Nix for the tiebreaker. Who wants to go first? Well, let me let me think before he says anything because I want to write it down so it looks so it's at least legit. Okay, I'll, um, I'll type it out. I'll but, type it out right here. But yeah, so so total so passing yards for Bonex. Passing yards for Bo total passing yards for Bonex. Hey Chris, I'm, did you say Baylor was going to beat Oklahoma? <laughs> I have Baylor typed in under under Oklahoma <laughs> for you. No, he said Oklahoma. I, no, I've got Oklahoma. I, yeah, I know. I'm going to go ahead and put pick my my yardage i'm going 205 205 total yards for bo Nicks. all right i've got mine written down i got 245 all right 285 Ooh. i think he's gonna sling it around there's gonna be a, like a flea flicker or something he's gonna get hit a couple long passes or maybe even some short passes to um the track star we do we ever figure out if it's shiver or uh schwartz sure but yeah, anyways, <laughs> the, track, the fast guy on on the yes. fast receiver. I mean, he's they've also got um, is it Williams, Seth Williams? Yeah, Seth Williams. Also, think you can just throw it up to him, and he he might come down with it. Uh, I forgot to mention this. I think Booby's going to be a hundred percent. It's always good. So, always we're getting support for Booby. Always good to have boobies. Um, let's <laughs> Booby Booby. Anyways, um, <clears throat> no, I wanted to, what I wanted to say was I. The reason I picked Auburn is because it's at home, and somehow they're going to find a way to win, and they just they just do find these weird ways to win. I'm, I might get a little flack from this, but Auburn is the luckiest team out there. That 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 is a fact. There there is no 
if ands or buts they are like, the luckiest team. everything that happens goes their way it seems like for the past like i don't, I don't know four or five years but i feel like they are the luckiest team yeah, i mean I agree. And this being at home just makes it that much easier for them to rally behind their fans and 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 just come up with something crazy to happen. I have always said I never want to be in a close game at the end with Auburn. Never. I will never feel confident they're just going to find a way to win just because they're Auburn. That's how I feel about it. And they're coming off a bye week, correct? So that's yeah, I think plenty so. of time for them to draw up a bunch of plays that – there, you know, some odd plays that, that could trick uh, Georgia's defense. And hopefully they get their kicking kicking game straightened out. So so the only difference uh, is Chris picking – no. Yeah, Chris picking Iowa. Yep. We both pick Minnesota. So it's going to come down to total yards. So no, it won't even come down to that because whoever wins Iowa – It'll be between us two, though. It'll be between us if uh, Iowa wins. Oh, yeah, but, but y'all have different scores. Yeah. So – or, or how do y'all how do y'all want to do that? Do y'all want to which one do y'all want to? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Scores first. Scores first. Okay. We're gonna toss it around a little bit, kind of maybe talk about some stuff that we forgot to talk about, or bring up a yafed or. What is you doing, or I don't know. What you got, Matt? So, under Yafayed, you know, we've got Chad Morris, Willie Taggart's already gone. Who, what other coaches do you think are going to be fired in the, in the uh, soon future, immediate future? Hmm. Do you just want to go SEC? Yeah, let's just, do, let's just do SEC. I, I just know those better. So, off the top of my head in the SEC, Derek Mason, yeah, Andy. He's got to be gone. There's no way that he's still Got there. embarrassed by Florida last or this past weekend. And Vandy's a tough job, and he 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 did a great job there. But I think his time has run out, and I don't know who you're going to get, or I don't know who's going to do a better job. But it, it's I think it's time for a change there. Yeah, he was. I think he was the easy toss up after Chad Morris. So then the then the question gets a little tougher because I, I think we're going to have a couple more that are going to get fired. Uh, I would kind of be surprised if we don't. What's Arkansas's coach name? I don't even know his name. Chad Morris. Well, he's that's, fired. That's who already. got fired? Oh, he did get fired. Yeah, he got fired last Sunday or whatever. Well, I was. I oh wow. I just. I don't. I don't know if I just didn't hear that or. Yeah, he lost to lose to Western Kentucky by thirty. You get fired. Wow. Because I heard. I heard. You know, I heard on Five Bomb that they were talking about who would who would replace him at Arkansas, but I didn't know it was confirmed that he was already fired. Wow. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that might be the worst SEC team ever. It's out there. Yes, they have yet to win an SEC game. SEC game. So a couple other ones that my, Will Muschamp. I, I don't think they'll fire him. They they said they gave him a vote of confidence, even though they lost App State. They, I guess I I really think if they would not have beaten Georgia, he'd probably be gone. That's his only his only saving grace right now. Yeah, beating Georgia was his golden ticket. I, I going into the season, I thought he'd really need to make some some steps in the right direction and. It just wasn't really happening, and then he goes out and beats a flat Georgia, and I, he's got a golden ticket. I think he's good for a couple of years on, just off that off that one win. But he, I mean, he seat's still hot. You, know, I guess going into the season or the for, after the first couple of weeks, we had Jeremy Pruitt that was on the hot seat, but he's got Tennessee playing pro- probably their best ball, and you know they could they could win the rest of their games. I, I I'm not sure if, who else is on their schedule, but I. I think the second half of their schedule was pretty pretty winnable, 
and you know maybe he, he comes out and gets them seven and five. Yeah, that's That'd possible. Pretty, they got Bandy. They got Bandy left, and then win. Yeah, I don't know who the other one is, but I, I know my brother-in-law was thinking they're going to win out. Um, I was a little surprised that they beat Kentucky almost, and it was a close one, but they they pulled it out. So they had Mizzou at Mizzou this weekend, and then they closed with Vandy. So Missouri is definitely a winnable game, and I've also got Barry Odom down as a possible firing this year. He's just not had a good season, and I think he he's kind of on the hot seat as well in the SEC. Yeah, I tend to think they won't fire him, but the other the other guy that I have that is a possibility is Matt Luke. Uh, I as I think this is his second technically full year. I think he was entering the first year, so this would be kind of his third year if you count that year. And he's never going to get them to the top. Um, so I think this was kind of just a a uh, in the middle guy until they kind of let things settle down with all the NCAA sanctions. And I, I think it's time. Part of that will depend on the egg ball, though. I, I think if he loses the egg ball, I want to I'm going to say he's gone. Uh, if he wins, I mean that's how he got the job to begin with. He beat us. Uh, when he broke Fitzgerald's ankle and, and the egg ball as the interim head coach. As to me, I think that's the only reason he got it. So I, I think he's fired if we beat him in the egg ball. On that same note, I think if you have him on the hot seat, you have to have Joe Moorhead on the hot seat because they have similar records and they've technically performed the the same. I, I'm not, not sure Joe Moorhead's going to get Mississippi State to where they want to be either. And so I, I think technically – the, the it might come down to the egg bowl. We'll see who gets uh, fired first out of the state of Mississippi. It might. I, I just he did have the interim year where he was already there. I feel like Joe Moorhead. There's a little bit of hope, a little bit, not not a whole lot, but you know he, he had the better year last year. He also had a, a really good team that he should have won a lot more games with. But I, I just as being a Mississippi State fan and being in that, I, I, he's not going to get fired. Um, unless he just gets killed by Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl, I don't see him getting fired. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess if the Heat loses the Egg Bowl, they're n- they're not going to be bowl eligible. No, no, you're right. But it, I mean, I, I, know. I mean, that I, is. I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be. I mean, he 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 should have had. I mean, we should have won ten games last year. We had the team to do it. The other thing that goes into this is he's been really handicapped on defense. When we've had our full defense, we've been a lot better. Um, and we had all those guys suspended. And we've had a lot of guys get hurt on top of that. But, you are I mean, I, I'm not saying he needs to stay. I don't know if he'll do any good next year. But I just think uh, he's done enough to stay after two years, which is not much. Yeah, I just, I guess the bar to me in the SEC, if you're in that top tier, your goal is SEC championship game and national championship game. And if you don't get there, then that's a fail of the season. If you're in the, the bottom to middle you expect to go to a bowl game and every now and then have a have a good season, maybe win nine, ten games and surprise people. And if if you miss miss out on a bowl game and you're Mississippi State, I think that's a huge disappointment because Mississippi State is is easily in the middle tier. I, they should win seven games every year, even though they're in a tough, very tough division with LSU, Auburn, Florida, or LSU, Auburn, and Alabama and even Texas A&M, but you still expect them to at least get six or seven wins every year. I agree. Anybody else you want to fire or put them on the hot hot seat? No, the the only other one that I've heard some people mention is... Nick Saban. Nick Saban. No, Gus Malzahn. (laughs) If he goes eight and four again, you know, like you said, Auburn is one of those top tier teams that they expect to win, and, you know, he's been okay. I don't see it happening, but some... 
you know, I got a lot of unhappy Auburn fans with him. So depending on what time of the week it is. Yeah, I mean, outside. So outside of the SEC, what what do you think about Mark D'Antonio of Michigan State? He is having a horrible year, and I I don't think so. No way. He's been there too long. He had a two or three years ago. He had a a terrible terrible season also. And then he comes back and, you know, wins 10 games the next season or something. I don't I don't really know what his records are, but he, he's, I guess, maybe due for one of those every once in a while. But, he, you know, he's going to be solid in the coming years, I, I think. Yeah, I think they play Michigan this week, so win over Michigan. Even though Michigan seems to be kind of a down average team this year, that still would be a huge win. That probably could save them. Yeah, absolutely. So I got a what you doing, what, what you doing. What is you doing? What is you doing? I knew that didn't sound right <laughs> when I said it. And this is kind of hard to describe, but have you guys seen the video of the girl running into the racquetball glass? I think it's racquetball glass. Yeah, I think I remember seeing she something run- like that. <laughs> she She's like, you know, ru- walking really fast and trying to get through there, and she just rams into the glass. She thinks it's a doorway. And then she rams into it again. Yeah, doesn't she do it multiple times? Not once, not twice, but three times she runs into, <laughs> not, the, not the same wall. She goes to the next one. Oh, that's yeah. not a door. Bang. Yeah. Not a door. Bang. <laughs> three times. What is you doing? And you fired. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of impressively dumb, but I, thought, I just thought that was hilarious. I got nothing to <laughs> I think we should quit while we're just the whole thing. Just quit. Just delete just this. <laughs> just gonna delete this, and then it's, uh, it's done. Are you having second thoughts, Matt? Uh, n- no. No, 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 you hesitated. I just want to eat my Vincent. All right. Um, anybody out there that would like to be the number three of the Triple Option podcast, <laughs> you can send Whoa. your you can send your res- resumes to the Triple Option podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I want to come back when we um, have a lot of sponsors and a lot of listeners. <laughs> okay. Does that make, does that work? Okay. You want a participation trophy also? Yes, please. <laughs> uh, honestly, your resumes don't really matter. If you if you're interested, just let me know. <laughs> All right, that'll do it, guys. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to listen to us. Episode number 14 is done, as always. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, and you get your notifications when another edition is available. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, at T-Option Podcast. That'll do it. We appreciate it, guys. Bye.